This is the Al York Sports Show. So much to do in so little time. What's going on, peoples? Al York Sports Show every Sunday. We right back. Me and Noah Parker, a.k.a. The Secret Weapon. And uh, this is what we do every Sunday, man. We come talk to y'all, give y'all nothing but the, the raw truth, man. If y'all dudes is into the truth, some real stuff, this is y'all show. If y'all like that fake stuff, change the channel, man. And with that, we're going to start. We're going to get right into it. We're going to go right over the Kentucky Derby, man. A lot of people ain't up on the Derby, but a lot of people are. So we got to feed the people that are, that are up on it. I want your take on the Derby yesterday because we had something, some some cheating or some situation there. I mean, can you give the breakdown to us about that, Noah? I can break it down real quick. It's not, it wasn't nothing cheating. I mean, these are, these are animals, they're horses. The jockeys are the ones that control them. Right. Now, they say it's the fastest two minutes in sports, the best, you know, most amazing two minutes of the whole year. Everyone gets excited. Everyone's got money on it. I kind of agree. And it, it, I mean, it's, it's two minutes. It's a rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing rush. about it is nobody really knows much about it until, like, maybe the week of, it's like, oh, I, I, I like this horse, I like that horse, I like this jockey, I like this trainer, right. I like this owner, but as soon as it's over, everybody goes back, ah, that's it, you know, I'm freaking coming up, it's a triple crown, I, I, no one cares, we'll talk about it maybe next May. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, because everybody acts like they know about it and talk about it, and oh, it's real, but really people don't really know about it. So, like, when yesterday... I don't really know like, about I, it, I know it got some crazy-ass <laughs> names, though. Yeah, they do. Give me the name of the guy that got disqualified. Um, the horse that got disqualified... Was a seven horse, uh, maximum security. Maximum and security. He was he was ten to one that got bet down to about five to one, four right. and a half to one the favorite. So when he came across the finish line, everybody thought it was over because, you know, no one's ever seen a, a disqualification or an objection, and there are judges there because you can't just cut horses off. And there's rules to it, and right. you know, there's, obviously there's no lanes on the track, but you can't impede another horse's. Um, Lane half, order, right? yeah. When they're about to take the lead, if you cut them off, I kind of seen that. Right, and he and, did cut them, but you saying it's the horses for? No, it's the jockey. It's got to be the jockey. Right, right, he's right. directing you the, horse. Really blame the horse. The horse, <coughs> that horse might have been the best horse, quote unquote, and he probably would have won that race. But the fact that he did that and impeded the horse that could have took the lead and cut right. him off to where now it's uh, it's a horse. You can't just press the gas pedal again. He's he's he, now you mess his momentum up. He's he's going right now, and then he's out of the race. Right, and that horse, the seven horse, ended up winning the race. But the judges had to look at it. The objection, yeah, everyone's saying, "Oh, it's, everything's done with replaying now." But this, the judges have been doing this with horses for hundreds of years, so you can't really say, "Oh, it's the first time they ever use replay." No, they always do it. It's just, just that in a race, first time they took action more in, or less in this in a race this big. Yeah, because usually you see them all the time at Santa Anita, Del Mar, Belmont, where horses get taken down for doing exactly what Luis Saez, the jockey, did. And people didn't think it was going to get disqualified because it was such a big race. But they took out, they took down that horse in a 65 to one shot, one old country road or whatever country. Yeah, yeah, road. yeah. yeah. Um, now so let me ask you something real fast. When that situation took place, when that horse or the jockey cut the other horse off, now did they get the lead after that, or he, somebody no, else? He had lead? the lead already. And he seen that he didn't see it. Oh, I got you, I got you. He had the lead, and he hated like right. he seen that he seen the other horse coming up. You can't up. really see it, but you can feel that you can you know you can you know that horse is right on his on his heels, and you just kind no, of. I seen that off. shit. Oh, he cut him off, but he tried to do it slick. 
Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, some people didn't see it, but I saw right away that that horse got, you know, had to, he knocked into another horse, caused a, a the other whole, horse was on right, him, right? Ca- yeah, and it, it caused a whole him. chain reaction once he cut that other horse off. So just right there, that was illegal. But you know, the stewards didn't really see it. it wasn't that bad. But when you slow it down, look at the replay. What he did was definitely illegal. And people that have been betting horses for years, just just uh, recreationally, didn't understand that that, you, that could even happen, where they could take a horse down, and that's exactly what happened. So there was a little controversy. Um, but at the end of the day, they did the right thing. Because if it was any other race, that horse would have been taken down. Because of, but it, because it was a ma- ma- uh, majestic scene of the Kentucky Derby, people right. didn't want it to happen. But at the end of the day, the 65 to one shot one. Uh, but let me ask you something, because it, it, it's kind of it gets confusing to a lot of people. A lot of viewers don't understand. How much, how much yardage was left for the fate to for the for the race to finish? Because it was still a little about two, three, two and a half furlongs. I don't want to say yardage. I, I use it. Right, right, right. Vernacular, and it was to so ba- a long stretch, though. It was still that's what I'm good, saying. I know it was a stretch. A good football so field basically, what they did, wherever they were at that moment, around the is stretch. where they determined coming around the turn, right? Usually, is where they determined right. the winner from that moment, right? No, no, no. This, the, the, that horse that got knocked out, he was done because you can't really predict what he was going to do, because right? He could have came around and died late in the stretch, right? So, you have to go to that horse winning being disqualified, and whoever finished second. Just gets to win. Okay, okay, now, that makes it's no unfortunate sense. because people are saying, "Ah, oh, man, you just throwing somebody that you don't know if that horse that he cut up for the one. You don't know if that's that that horse that finished second was even the best horse." But that's the way the rules have always been right. since the 1800s. So that horse that finished second wins by default, which has never happened before. So right, he didn't right. actually cross the finish line and win, but he'll still. That's kind of weak in the, in yeah, the race still, of this magnitude, right. man. He'll still be in the record books of saying he won the Kentucky Derby, but a lot of people say, "Man, let's run it back." Run, right, run that race right, back, right, but right, no, right. that'll never happen. And at the end of the day, that horse won. Everybody cashed tickets. Is cashing their tickets on that sixty-five one. If you had that seven horse, give them the name ticket. before we go to another uh, subject. Con- uh, old Country Road. Or old Country six. Road one. Yes. And then and Maxim Security is a horse that got knocked down, and uh, it was crazy because you have a, the, the, the horse that won was sixty-five to one. The second the t- horse that finished second was about twenty to one. So those right. odds right there on the exacto. You man, you making buku money on a, a race for just a dollar, two dollars. But that's what makes horse racing so true. You can make a lot of money betting a little, and that's why everybody gets excited watching it. Yeah, and that's why the books take a percentage of your money too. No, they don't. It's all parimutuel. It's all remember okay. that's all goes to the track. It got nothing to do with sports books. So people always think that oh man, it's a fix, but not with sports with horse racing. So, and dog so the books racing, ain't eating all, off no, of that. That's what you're saying. Ain't none of it. All I, they get. I want you to show me up. facts on I, that. I will show you facts. I don't want it, what 100%. you heard. I want no, facts. No, I know. For, I know for a fact that's all parimutuel. Okay. And the books ain't getting nothing. About. All they getting is business and people coming in to bet other stuff. All right. The track, the tra- that's all the track money. Now I know you did work in the industry, so I'm gonna oh, give yeah, you a little credit on that. But I still, I still. Still want black and white though. All right, that's your uh, Kentucky Derby. Noah Parker, just hold that down. Now we're going. They had a big fight yesterday. Actually, a couple fights. They had some UFC fights, but the biggest fight of the night was uh, Saul Canelo Alvarez versus Daniel the Miracle Man Jacobs. And the Miracle Man didn't perform a miracle, obviously. So let me give you the records before yesterday's bout. The records were 51, one and two for Canelo, 35 and two for Daniel Jacobs. Your take on that fight? I mean, he's Canelo Alvarez. I'll say it in his little cinnamon. Uh, yeah, with, with with Cinco de Mayo and going on there. Right, right, right. The way for him taking, he's basically taking Floyd Mayweather's spot on fighting on this day. 
Because usually Floyd's always fighting May 4th, May 5th. That, so he's like saying, hey, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this spot and I'm going to fight on this day. But he, he but really represents the day. Exactly, he does. He he's not, he can, well, you know Floyd used to come in with a sombrero, so I used to get yeah, confused. Yeah, but Floyd bullshit, man. <laughs> but, all right, but, but, I mean, so at the end of the day, you know, he would have had to perform more than a miracle, Jacobs, because to win in Vegas against Canelo, who's, who's I mean, one of the top boxers right now, and, you know, in a neutral environment that's not really neutral, I mean, he's from Brooklyn. I mean, he's from the East Coast. It's, it's, it was going to be a tough fight regardless. Was what was the fan base? Uh, was it like even I'd or say was about it? 70, 30, 80, 75, Yeah, but then again, they do come out for Canelo, oh, yeah, though. They do. Mexicans do show some love for him. So it, he was already going against, you know, going up against it right there. I mean, he didn't come out, you know, the way <coughs> I thought he was going to come out. I thought he was going to come out guns blazing. That was the only chance I thought he would have to come out, put him on his heels. Right. But Canelo played a more defensive fight, and that's why, uh, you know, I think <coughs> – his game plan worked out more more better than uh, Jacobs's, but he pretty much controlled the fight most of the way. Jacobs made a little flurry at the end there, won a couple of rounds late. Right. But at the end of the day, he had to knock him out, and that, I mean that wasn't gonna happen. Everyone's looking forward to not a rematch of this fight, but a third fight between yeah, him the trilogy. And Everyone wants to see the Glock. Yeah, they want to see that trilogy. Triple G and Canelo again. I don't think they should because if. If Triple G wins, then you gotta fight a fourth fight because it'll be one one with, right, with, with a draw. draw. So it'll be but everybody know that draw Triple G really won. Yeah, I mean, that's what people say. I I, I had money on the draw and I had money on uh, yeah. Canelo, so I was happy with the result. I seen the fight Triple G. I seen won. the fight too. I seen it. He's and mind you, one. listen, I picked Triple G. That I kind of got both of the fights wrong. The one that no, no, not really. The draw was like an even pick. Yeah, you can't. Lose. But what I had was when I took Triple G, Canelo won clearly, and then when I took uh. uh Canelo, that's when they had the draw. draw. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, so it's, 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 that's why in, in fights you never know with the judges. What's that's why you got to put a head out, man. Yep. You don't leave it up to the judges, no, but it's easy for me to say being here of course, of course, instead of being in the ring. Yeah. But one thing I can say, me and Justin, you touched up on this fight. We kind of gave a breakdown on the fight. I knew that Canelo wasn't going to go in there guns blazing, especially knowing that Jacobs is the bigger and stronger fighter. And like I said, that Mayweather fight, a lot of people didn't understand me when I first said it, was going to help Canelo in a lot of ways. And they thought, how is it going to help Canelo? He got his ass whipped. Easily. Because when you do video homework, he's going to realize that you don't always have to be the aggressor to win a fight. He's not young anymore. He's yes. a little polished. You can't just go in there trying to take a dude's head off all the time. That's not going to work. Mike Tyson would be the first to tell you that. <laughs> it worked for the first, like, 70%, 50% of his career, but then that shit wasn't working no more. Right. So Canelo, this is why I thought he would win the fight. I mean, it doesn't make anybody smart because he was a high favorite. But the people that were picking Jacobs were assuming that Canelo was going to go in there, you know, trying to chop this tree down. And I knew he wasn't going to do that. So saying that, I hope a lot of people learn from this type of fight and learn that Canelo is a true champion. And unlike Noah, I would like to see the trilogy. And I would like to see a 1-1 draw. And it don't matter to me. I'll be happy with that. I just wanted to see that's the fight that people want to see. Though. That is the fight everyone wants to see because that's the only real big main event fight that will get everybody recreationally involved to want to watch. I would say that, but there's another fight that a lot of people want, and that's Bud Crawford of and course, Spence. Yeah, Spence. Right. That's the fight I really right. want to see even before this one here. So that's it with your boxing, dude. We're going right into the NBA. We're going to H-Town where the Rockets pulled off a 126-121 victory. Against the Dub Nation. Oh, Tino, Dub Nation was like they wanted to take game three, oh, too. That's right. Give your breakdown, and I'm going to give my breakdown, that's bro. That's right. It was, a, it was a hell of a game. Houston came out <clears throat> kind of flat early in the first quarter, but second quarter, third quarter, they just, they, I mean, they took control of the game. Eric Gordon couldn't miss. 
I mean, they just... <clears throat> I told people to, E. Gordon could yeah, spell yeah. Clay Thompson. This dude on Facebook was saying I was crazy. Yeah, uh-huh. Let's see how crazy I am right now. Eric Gordon is putting up either the same numbers or better numbers than Clay Thompson, and he's having a better series than Clay Thompson. And he's got to do it more himself. Clay Thompson, a lot of times, his shots come from his, his peers yeah. giving him wild Now, I'm not saying he's a better player, but I knew he was spelling. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. And he's and a lot of a lot of his shots are coming from even farther back, maybe thirty feet. Man, that you gotta be shooting from deep. So you have to come I mean they, uh, Damon Lillard steps. Right, right. So so the defense has to stretch out even more and that opens up the drive and dish. Right. Tucker in the corner to green on the you know, and that and even opens up Capella. So if they can play that Capella, I'm glad his name was said yesterday. Right. Because I said he was gonna have a huge series. And it took him to game four to really show up. Game, game three, three to really show up. And I'm hoping game four he shows up. Also. I think he will. It's at home. If you can get that, uh, get the crowd on your side, if you need Nene to show up. And you need a little bit more out of Chris Paul. Now, it's hard to say that. A little bit more. Chris Paul better play, man. Right. I mean, he can't be Just hurt. like Steph Curry's coming hurt. up short. Paul's coming up short. Because right now, the Durantula is playing at a level I've never seen. And he's just, it's unstoppable. KD's MVP status. Uh, it's personal for KD. He's showing the world that he's the best basketball player without a doubt. And that's why my Knicks got to get him. But, yeah, keep, on, keep, keep going. <laughs> I think he's doing all this. It's a little showcase of what we're going to see in the garden next year. Because I think he's out of there no matter what after this year. He's, I think he's out, too. A lot of people disagree with us. They no, think he's, he's going to stay. He's out of there. The yeah. only way I think he's staying if they move Draymond and Cousins. I don't think he want to deal with those knuckleheads in there. In the <clears> I think he's out of there. It's, it's the legacy yeah. he's got to build. He's got to do it without Curry and Thompson. This is yeah. the best way he can do it. Go back on the, on the on the East Coast, where he's from. Anyone on the East Coast, right? Playing the Eastern Conference. Uh, after the game, there was a little controversy with uh, Draymond Draymond Green's mom retweeted a, a, tw- a tweet about that kind of dissed Curry because of how bad the game was, and it was kind of surprising because you know usually you see a team they try to keep everybody you know in, under the same tent. No, no, nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, isolate them and but all that. On social media, you never know what someone's gonna do. People are quick on the trigger and the Twitter fingers, and then. That's what happened. What the tweet said? Tell the people what the tweet said. Well, the tweet, tweet was, wasn't a tweet. It was a, a meme. Which right. Pictures with, and it said, it had a picture of Steph Curry saying, a picture of regular Steph Curry saying regular season Steph Curry. Then there was another picture next to it, side by side, of like a dude that looks like Steph Curry, but looks like he's old. And, and it said, playoff Curry. Oh, man. So she tweet, retweeted and said, the internet is undefeated. Out with, with a bunch of... So she took a shot at him. Basically. She's trying, I mean, they're going to try to say he was just, you know, being fun. It was all, you know, jest. It but, ain't no fun after no loss, man. If she'd nah. have done that after a big win, I can run with that. Right. But not after a nah. loss like that, so bro. So them too. So I don't know. They might. I think they'll just try to, you know, like Steve Curl, just you know, throw it out like it's nothing. But I think they will pick this back up during the offseason. Oh, of, of course, of course. This might we'll cause Draymond even be signing with the Golden we'll State Warriors. What happens? Now? It's gonna be crazy with Thompson, Curry, Draymond, and Durant. What happens yeah. with all of that, man? No. Right, right. But let's go back to the series real fast before we get on break. Two one. Just like you, when you switch your NCAA pick, you have Virginia, then you switched it to A&M, correct? On the, on the final day, right? Yeah, the final day, I'm, I switched my dub nation to the Rockets. Right. It was looking real horrible after game two, even though both games were close. They, but when you down covered. two zip, it looks horrible. They didn't cover both They games. covered the first one, they pushed the second one. Yeah, there you go. And depending on what number you had. Right. Depending on what number you had. Because a lot of people have five so and a half. closing number. Okay, closed. but what I'm saying is, two to one, I still think... It's still a little dark, but at least you can see some light with the Rockets now. Right. I would have liked to have seen a blown out yesterday, a blowout, going into game four. But the fact that that game was so close 
just makes me feel that Doug can still take that game of fall. That, I mean, so Houston's going to have to put their foot down. Capella got to step up. Gordon got to step up. Harden finally stepped up yesterday. He dropped 41 joints. So Harden did his part. Chris Paul better step up. I haven't heard of Gerald Green sighting yet. P.J. Tucker at least is playing defense. Right. So they need to get game four for me to feel like this is a serious. Of course. They lose game. This is over. Well, I mean, let me break it down real quick, real quick. If they go down 3-1, to one, Warriors have won the 3-1 series before anyway. But, yeah, but that ain't going to happen. But, but they didn't think it was going to happen before, too. No, but real quick, no, but when it happens, happens, you know what happened. Right. Steve Kerr can use that right. now. Let me, let me break down real quick. Game four, the line's only two. because uh, So the line dropped from the rich from three and a half to what it was in game three. So they're already saying right there it's going to zigzag back and forth. The series line right now is Warriors are getting two and a half to one, plus 250, plus 240-ish. So right. That's, it's, so it's still saying they're underdogs. But if they can win this game four, put the pressure back on them. you got to have guys like Austin Rivers step up. Iman Shumper hit three big threes yesterday. He's got to step up. You got the role players. The whole up. team got to step up. Because all they really have is KD and Clay Thompson right now. That's it. And Iguodala hitting wide open shots. If, right. If they, but remember, that game was over. They were up 15. Yeah, but you know you can't sleep on Curry. Of course not. Play. He could come they, back. They could both have 30-point games. If they finger, you never know. That could be a problem. No, no, it is a problem. So It is a problem. But Clay could definitely yes, he get could. really big. You know remember, what I'm saying? Remember, the more times you play the team, you start to learn what their tendencies, what they're going to do. So Man, these teams already know each other. It's oh, like of course. they two heavyweights, man. So it's whoever loses the first home game, I think. Houston has to win game four to make this even a, a, a talk about situation. 3-1 going back to Arkle, two out of the next three games. Remember, no there hasn't chance. been no blowouts by either team yet. So yes, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So we'll see what happens. So we're going to be right back. We got some bills to pay. Don't go nowhere. We're going to come right back. What's going on? What's going on? We right back to the Al York Sports Show. We cover the Derby, we cover the fight, and we cover Dub Nation. And it's going to be called the, the debacle of Dub Nation. Because after they lose this series, they're going to break up on top of that. Yep. So this could be the last run. So let's go up. Let's go to um, the Raptors and the Sixers. I'm a little... I gave out the Raptors. I like the Raptors to win the series, but I'm real surprised that the Sixers took two out of the first three, especially after getting blown out game one, which is showing me that they, they, they want to win. You know what I'm saying? I think they only four, maybe five deep. They got no bench. You emphasize that a lot of times. But they're playing well right now. They're playing well with, with a lot of people, analysts, et cetera, thinking they can win this series. Now, I'm still saying Raptors. And you said Siakam. Was Siakam out or did he get to play today? He is playing today. He was doubtful. Okay. He was out doubtful. That's Cassidy, huge right there. He's been there. To me, he's been their best player. Exactly. So the fact that his presence is just out there, even at 70%. I think it's a must win for him today. Yeah, it's definitely a must win. I mean, not that they can't come back 3-1 against the Sixers, but you don't, want, you don't want to have to go through that. But um, I wish you would have spoke this a little earlier. I could have gave a lot of people the Raptors series bet, which is plus 110, but now it's too late. But talk about your feelings of the first three games, and then I'm going to give you my input. What you think about these first three games so far? And the key to me in, in uh, looking at Philadelphia has just been Jimmy Buckets. I mean, he's yeah, been, Buckets the, stepping he's been up. the key. He's, he's uh, been consistent pretty much all three games. Right. Even in the blowout, he, looked, he was the one that looked like he showed up. I mean, MB, you never know with his problems, his health, and <clears throat> is he even playing at 100%. 
Ben Simmons still can't shoot, but he's still making some, you know, here and there he's driving. He, he's making the right moves, <clears throat> driving addition, getting the, finding the open guy cutting. And he's, you know, Simmons can't of, shoot, though. Right, man. that's the problem. I mean, he does everything great, but he can't but shoot a lick. Sometimes, it's not like, I don't want to compare him to Rondo, but point guards don't have to be the, you know, they can be just be the facilitators. Dog, making the got to make an right. open shot. They Rondo, like drop. I mean, they drop. Look, you know, I even seen Rondo hit a couple of big shots, though. I'm not saying he's a good shooter, but Ben Simmons can't even hit a jump shot, my dude. But you see, but I mean, it's... The blueprint's been there. You've seen guys like Ron Harper. He's not a great shooter. There's been guys out there that aren't. Yeah, but even Ron Harper can hit that, man. Right. And, mean, and, and then Ben goes to the foul line. I already know he's going at least one, one, one for two. two. Yeah. Oh, one yeah, for two one, or yeah. oh for two. Yeah. So, and I love his game, but that dude don't work on that shot all off season, man. I, I don't know. They've been saying that though since LSU needs to work on that shot, but I mean he's got so many other weapons. He just doesn't. He doesn't think he has to, but he will eventually. Yeah, I hope so, man. But the key also is another key factor has been J.J. Reddick. When he's been hidden, I mean, it's hard to stop him. Yeah, Reddick's on. So it's Tobias Harris, Reddick, when they step up. Harris is doing his thing. He's playing. He's playing 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 his series. But the Raptors, it's it's pretty much just been all Kawhi Leonard. I'm still not impressed with uh, Kyle Lowry, who hasn't showed up. I told you in the beginning, he never shows up. And that's that's why they're not going to win it all. So it's just been Siakam and, and Kawhi. Because I don't, I mean, Gasol here and there hitting a couple shots, and yeah. you know they doing, they bringing a little bit with their bench, but missing that uh, OG Anobi is big, and um, you got to have guys just stepping up off the bench for them because they're not really showing me much. I, I, just, I don't know. I, I, Powell's I like, in I like, and out too, right? Right. I like Philly before the series. I still like him out to, uh, to finish him off, and I mean, to me, whoever wins this round loses anyway next round. That's right, my, right, that's right. My yeah, this is that's my opinion also, but I still think Raptors find a way. All right. I think Today, Raptors find a way. They right down now, two they to one. Uh, you could, uh, you could have got the Raptors at plus one ten for the series, but the game started already, so you could throw that out the window. Now let's go to the next series. Uh, to me, this is actually it has been the funnest series to watch. Uh, the Nuggets and Blazers. Which, if you told me, if you showed me all four series before it started, I probably would have had that as my fourth <laughs> series to watch. And they have been the funnest um, series to watch. Blazers up 2-1. to one. You know, I gave the Blazers all that plush money. Doesn't mean anything. They up 2-1. to one. They could have been down easily 2-1 to one on that, what was it, quadruple overtime game the other day. That was special, dog. I mean, these two teams are fun to watch. They're young. They're giving it their all. And this is a good luck for the NBA, bro. But on another note, though, they're they young but dumb at the same time. Nuggets could have right. closed that game out so many times that they had a veteran presence. But they just couldn't but I told you that's why it out. That's why I thought they were going to lose the right. first round because they don't right, have that right. veteran. They're just, um, they're just young. All they got is Millsap. I mean, the turnovers Murray made at the end of the game. That was hard. Jokic shooting three-pointers. Jokic made a bad t- turnover. I mean, he yeah, threw the cross. Like, what that's, you doing, dog? Young, not, you know, no experience, haven't been there before type of basketball. Now they could be exhausted. They, you know, when you lose a game of that magnitude. That takes time, a lot. It takes a lot out of you. So that takes a lot. They have to win this game tonight. In Portland, it's going to be tough because that crowd has already been tough at the Motor Center for years. <clears throat> so Blazers go, Blazers going to next series. Now, that might be the last series, but Blazers are going next series. We'll see. I think Dane, 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 Dane Dollars is balling right now. I think the Nuggets are still in it. I think they know. Uh, no, they, it's they, stop they might make it six. They might make Cannon's it six. Hurt. Yeah. I'm not really impressed with anything more heartless is done. I mean, Rodney Hood came out of nowhere. Hood is stepping but up. At the end of the day, it's just CJ like, and Damon. No, that's but it. Zach Collins doing a lot of stuff that's important. Rebounding, getting a little uh, shots yeah. here. 
Um, Hawk has been on, on and off also. Imino, you don't know what you're getting out of, but at least he's out there hustling, though. Mino. Yeah, he's out there hustling, though. But at least he's he not he not helping out scoring, but he's helping out in every thing, other area. But look at the guard play. I mean, McCull McCullough's a beast, man. McCullough and Hood, that's it. I mean, if Lillard is off, you got McCullough, you got Hood. Curry can come off the bench a little bit, give you something a little bit. I, Turner, Turner looks like he's lost out there, I me mean, because he's yeah. been hurt a lot. But these, this Blazer team will go to the next we'll level. See, I'm still going, I'm still sticking with Denver. I think they win this series. Okay. They win tonight. They win game five. That's what's good about me and you. We oh, only yeah, on the yeah, opposite page. I mean, not it can't always, get better than that. Not always. No, no, but you know the majority of the time. Okay, now the uh, last series. Uh, this is kind of bugged out right here. You know, Boston blew them out game one. I picked Boston to get to the chip. I was really happy, but I said, don't be surprised if they're down two to one. I gave Bucks out game two. Game three, I had no opinion. I have an opinion now. Boston will win game four. And I still think they will win the series. Right now, if you can get Boston at plus 450, I doubt if anybody's going to land minus 600 against That's great value. That's what I'm saying. Plus 450, you have to put a little something on this. They will tie it in game four, and I still think they could win another one in Milwaukee. Only thing is, Greek freaking them, they're clicking on all cylinders the last two games. Middleton is hitting. Lopez is the president. Uh, what's the kid's name uh, from um, Notre Dame? Shawnington, Hornington. Huntington. Big threes all game last game. Offensive rebound. Yes. He's doing a lot. Blesso, I'm not really hearing much about Blesso, but he's in, he's in there. And uh, Hill's playing good boy. Hill's the president. So Milwaukee's clicking in all cylinders the last two games. I just don't think they can hold that. This is why I think that uh, Boston will win this series. I think it's going to come down to the Greek freak. Once it gets real, where he thinks he's going to have to do everything, and that's when Boston is going to take the series. You'll take it. Well, Kyrie's going to have to, you know, be, the, be, playing be, the, good leader, ball. be the leader. He's playing good ball. Keep on being aggressive. I never thought I'd say it, but they're really missing Marcus Smart. I mean, he's not. I've been said that. I mean, that guy can I mean, shut down any of their defenders. Right. I mean, offensive I, guys. He's a big, big factor right there. Yeah. And I know LeBron James watching at home like, man, where is this George Hill at last year? Where was this Rodney Hood at last year? Yeah. I had both of them. They both showed up the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting on the couch now like, man, I could have had a run last year. Now, the Celtics, don't get me wrong, they still have the better coach in my opinion. They still have the better game plan. They just aren't executing. That's the thing. It's just Kyrie, uh, Jalen Brown, and Tatum. You know, if they're not hitting shots, they're not going to win. But they're going to have to really <coughs> – Step they up missed here a lot home. of shots. I mean, last they, had, game, they, they controlled that first half. Dude, they missed a lot of shots. I got lucky winning that first quarter, right? I told well, you. Yeah, they won the first half too, barely. No, but, but they didn't the cover the first half. Uh, they won by one. Right, right, right. You played them on the money line. You got, you got yeah, yeah. But they almost blew that first half. They were up double digits. For them to only be up by one at halftime, you could tell the momentum was on the bucket. That's how I really knew. I knew. I kind of knew Milwaukee was. I hate to say that, but I kind of knew they were going to win yeah. that game. So, I mean, they have to finish that. They got to finish the quarters out strong, especially the first half. Yep. But I think. Game four, you never know under the, the uh, in that on that in that stadium, in that uh, TD environment, Garden. TD Garden with the checkered floor, they always say the ghosts Parquet come out. Floor. You know, parquet yeah. floor, the, the 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 ghosts will come out and help them here in game yeah. four. You know, they got so many so many Raptors up there with all these different years of players. One of them is going to help them win this I game. I want to see here. them bring the old teams in there, like the whole. Right. I see, I see siding of Parrish. Why not? Yeah. Siding the Burke. Bring yeah. them all bring together, them in, man, yeah. and halftime and. <laughs> Let them rub off yeah, on them. Let but the crowd be involved yes. and, and keep them in that game because they're going to need more than just what they got on the floor to stop uh, Giannis. Yeah. And uh, it's a must-win game, and we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm going to say one thing. If the Milwaukee Bucks can continue 
to get productivity from everybody, they're coming out to eat. I'll make it real simple. Right. Uh, I'm still stuck that, you know, the Greek freak is the go-to guy and the main guy, and we'll try to take over the game once things get funny. But they, I mean, dog, Middleton is stabbing them from the outside, man. I, I knew Middleton was money all year long and even last year, but I thought come playoff time, it'll come up short. Right. But when you got all these guys, like the name you just said, you know, even Bledsoe hustling, if they could get a contribution from that whole team, they're going to beat Boston and they're going to come out to East. Now, I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. And I'm depending that that doesn't happen. Right. Yeah, so with that, like I said, take Boston at plus 450. You can't take Milwaukee in this series, bet. It's a waste of money, minus 600. Take Boston, little $50 to win, like, what is it, like 225 something like that. Right. It's worth it. And with that, we're going to go to MLB, man. National right to the MLB, time. man. And I got this segment called Playoffs or Fluke. Okay. And uh, we'll, get, we'll get through one, then we're going to go back on break. Playoff or Fluke, the Seattle Mariners. Would they make the playoffs or they're just a fluky team? Right now they're 18 and 17, second place. Your take. Uh, they're winning right now against the uh, Indians. Lost yesterday. Came out like a house of fire, 13 yeah. and 2. Regressing a little bit at the end of the day to look at that starting rotation. You trust the starters they bring out there. I don't trust them. They got a bunch of home run hitters. Yeah, King Felix ain't right. the same. Leak. They just not. They you lost Paxton. I don't. I think that. I think they're more than just a fluke. I think. Is Sheffield even finish. in a rotation? Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, they they traded Sheffield for the oh, Yankees. No, no, Justice, Justice Sheffield's not even. He's, he's not, not even in the rotation, up, right? No. So they, I think they have. They start off fast, but they're a fluke. They'll probably finish third or fourth in the division. Um, you can't keep that pace up hitting a home run, especially in that ballpark. They lost a lot of weapons offensively. Uh, they still have Gordon, but they lost, you know, Nelson Cruz. They lost a lot of big bats. I mean, they came back. They, I mean, came they, out picked, up, they picked up Beckham, Jay Beckham. Bruce, and Encarnacion. Now, Bruce ain't hitting for average, but he's hitting home runs. He's getting all beyond. Encarnacion, you know, is going to hit. They're masters now. Regardless, just, yeah. They're mashing team. They're trying to do what yeah. the Astros did. And Daniel Vogelbach is also a young guy that got yeah, stepping guy. up. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's stepping up. You but know I, don't, I don't know if that, I can trust their pitching. Remember, they yeah. lost their closer, too. Yeah, that, that was big. I mean, Losing Diaz was big because now they're closing by committee. Yeah. That's just and that's not going to work. Without Marco Gonzalez actually started 5-0. Yeah, but you know he ain't going to keep that. You know he ain't going to keep that. Keep that pace up. It was too early. They started off way too fast. They're going to regress, and they, they, to me, that is a fluke with a capital F. Yes. All right, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go nowhere. We got some bills to pay. Y'all better not go nowhere. What's going on, people? We back. The Al York Sports Show, the panel, Noah Parker, Al York. Uh, back to baseball. Playoffs or fluke? Minnesota Twins, 20 and 11, first place in the Central. What's your take? Are they flukes or are they they built for this playoff run thing? This is tough. This is a tough one because they're a team that, not really people being talk about it. Nobody. Nope. I mean, they came. Not, honestly, they came out of nowhere because they were in the playoffs a few years ago. But I mean, they don't have any star power. They don't have anybody that you would think, like, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. It's, they beat the Yankees yesterday with smoke and mirrors, basically. Yeah, yeah but your boys over there from Seattle, Nelson Cruz. Right. 
He's one. Of, he's, he's got. He's thirty eight years old though. I mean, yeah, but that kid can hit to forty five, man. Come on, <laughs> he's man. still hit, but he's that old. You know, but look at their arms. Older Rizzi, you got Pineda. So, you know, Barrios is stepping you know, up. Jose Barrios is there to me. Yeah, he's he's, they, he's the up. ace of that squad. And um, you know, Cal Gibby's gonna be Cal Gibby. You know, right. what I'm saying Cal Gibson. He's two and zero right now, but he's gonna be. Basically like a 500, yeah. maybe a little better. But Martin Perez, surprisingly, is 4-0 for them. But you know that's mm-hmm. that's going to change yeah, immediately. Over the Texas Fisher. But yeah, yeah. Oda Rizzi's been, has definitely looked good. But that lineup, I mean, they're not that bad. They can hit the ball. Shoot, shoot's right. starting to hit. Yep. Remember him? He Scope tailed off the last two seasons. Jonathan Scope, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're just a quiet team. I, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say they at least win a wild card. I'll say playoffs. In that. I'll say so, too. Okay. I'll say playoffs. Okay, uh... Arizona Diamondbacks, second place, 20 and 13. Uh, Grinky Ray, Kelly, Weaver, Zach Golly. That doesn't do it for me. <laughs> but um, biggest surprise, uh, you know, Christian Walker doing his thing. Escobar that they got from Minnesota, he's sticking. That's not really a surprise, but the fact of switching leads and doing his thing is a surprise. Your take on the uh, Diamondbacks? Very surprising. You have to lose in Goldsmith. And, uh, oh, Goldie was big. You lose some big marquee players like that, franchise yeah. players. You would think they're going right to the cellar. Uh, I was just in Arizona, watched the game against the Yankees, and they were they were impressive. I mean, the one thing that you know is kind of uh, you know disheartening is when you go to a game like that. Of course, the Yankees travel well with the New York Yankees, but when eighty percent of the crowd all for the Yankees, for the Yankees, it's like do they even but have even a fan base. Though, even in, in in the desert, like right, how does New York? Got more crowds than you in the desert. It's New York. That's why. I, I know. I, 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 I know I, I, we I, rep, man. I expect Listen, that. you see me with the NY show it. right now. I expect We it. rep, but I didn't expect like that. Because the Cubs be doing Cubs that, do too. too. Right. Cubs go to places that they be more fan but bases. Especially right now, and the Steelers. Right now, the Yankees are on a high. They got Judge, Stan, all these big names. People still even more now because of, they were just one game away from the World Series a couple years ago. They were yeah. in the playoffs. So, of course, they're going to travel even more now because they've been winning. So, the right. front runners really come out. You know, and they only come to Arizona once every four years. So I expected it to be maybe 60-40, but it was about 80-20. Uh, right, so right, only, right. To me, that kind of, you know, Adam Jones looked good, and they still got a couple good bats in that I like lineup. Dyson in that team. Yeah, Dyson right, can do Jared so Dyson. many different things. But do they have enough to make the playoffs in that division? It's all up to really if Colorado starts playing better because they've started off real slow. If Colorado, Colorado's horrible, bro. They're, they're not that I good. I mean, they're playing good lately, but they're horrible. But then, I mean, if, if they step up, then Arizona's not going to make it. They'll be because the Dodgers aren't going to go nowhere. I think the Dodgers right. are going to the division. To me, that's it. If, if Colorado steps up, they're not going to make the playoffs. If they don't, Arizona can jump in there and maybe get a wild card. Okay. I would say no playoffs. I just don't trust their starting staff. No, I don't trust their starting staff. Okay, now this team here, I'm very high on. you very high on. I still got to put them in playoffs of fluke because a lot of people might not be high on them. It's the Tampa Bay Rays. These guys are special. I like their closers. They got a lefty closer and a righty closer. Uh, I, I'm not even going to try to say their name. I just can't. I'm just not even going to do it to myself. But I like the acquisition of Charlie Morton, Tyler Glass now, who they got in the trade with the Pirates for Archer. Archer. And they also picked up the outfielder medals. Rays won that trade easily. Austin Meadows, right, right, right. Easily won that trade. And not to mention uh, the Cy Younger one, the Blake Snell, who's having a slow start. But, you know, he, you know he's going to hit the corner. So, I mean, it's obviously they're going to make the playoffs, but how far do you think they're going to get? That's the question. Jose Acevedo is one of the uh, 
uh, Alvaro. Alvarado. Alvarado. Yes, yeah, so that's why they try to say that's one of the main clothes on their team. I again, but Spanish than you sometimes. You know, <laughs> to me, that team is not. You know, I don't want to say they're a fluke, but if the Yankees and Red Sox are playing at the level they're supposed to be playing, or if the Yankees were more healthy and the Red Sox played like the World Series team they were. Right. Would the Rays really be in this situation? Because remember, the Rays haven't played the Yankees yet, but they played the Red Sox twice. Right. And the Red Sox really buried them pretty much. To right. me, they buried them. So I don't want to say they're a fluke yet, but they right on the Mendoza line of where they can drop off eventually. Remember, you said they got a lot of good parts. I mean, but they kind of went in silent assassins. They've been beating a lot of the bad teams. Yeah. When they play real teams like the, you know, like, like the uh, Astros and when the Yankees are healthy or the Red Sox. They don't really show them to me, so I don't know. They're well, to they'll, be, right half they'll, half. they'll beat they'll all be the teams there, underneath. Underneath right. them, they'll beat them. Right. But the better competition be w- is yet to be seen. One thing I don't like is how do you got a team that's good and you're still doing that, you know, that crazy stuff of starting that reliever. Right, right. That's the net guy went two days in a row. I'm like, what is that? They, they started that, though, so they're trying to keep, you know. I know that, but you do that when you lack starters I, and, you know, you, yeah, right now, you, now you, know, got, yeah, you, got, boy, you got these guys. You don't need to be doing that no more. But that, that tells me right there that they, the franchise still don't have no money. No. Nope. Because if you can't fulfill the fourth and fifth spot, that's the sad case. You know, it's Tampa Bay, right? They're they just sad to me. The Lightning disappointing everybody. The Rays, nobody really even cares about them. And then the Buccaneers, and they're just another sad team. They, they, they've been talking about leaving that city for years. Yeah. They might go to Europe. They, who knows? So to me, Tampa Bay is not is not the real a real big sports city. Nice city to go visit. Yeah, I mean they're the best in signing contract and developing these of course, young yeah, players. They, they did it with Madden too. Dog, them. they know exactly when to let you go. Like the archers, the prices. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, who's that guy that got a hundred million? He signed with the, the left fielder. Uh, the brother he signed Carl with the Boston. Yeah, Carl right. Crawford. I mean they they came off on not be signing mm-hmm. Carl Crawford. He's the, he did absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. When he moved on to other teams, and um, they get good value out of them until you know. Like yeah, and they also picked up Abisel Garcia, right? Uh, who's like uh, baby Cabrera. Cabrera right. Yeah, he depending on how his work ethics are, he had the chance to be a real big star with Tampa Bay. So I got them to go deep in the playoffs, but they got to fix that rotation situation up by midseason. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to. And with that, we're gonna be right back. We're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back. All right, y'all, welcome back. Uh, last segment. Sorry for the breaks, y'all, but we, you know, we kind of need breaks, too. You know what I'm saying? We've been doing a lot of stuff, and ain't nothing like a little break once in a while. But let's get right to it, man. NHL. A lot of people that like the ice, a lot of people don't, but we're going to feed everybody on everything. That's what we do in the Al York Sports Show. Uh, the playoffs. I'm going to mention every series, and I want you to, you know, if there's any possible uh, possibility of a dog coming out or a team right. losing 3-2. Every series right now is 3-2. Of course. So let me give you them first. Bruins versus Columbus. Boston Bruins versus Columbus. The Bruins are up three games to two. Game six is at Columbus. Does Columbus have a chance? Of course they got a chance. But do you see it that they can actually win this series? I can see it because, remember, this is the team that knocked off, you know, the best team in hockey. Right. So, <clears throat> so of course they have. They, I mean, they have a, a fighter's chance. They're they're already no, but realistically they're already going in. But they have the mentality of we the underdog no matter what. It's up against. Okay. Them. So okay. they don't have as much pressure as some of these teams that are already underdogs. 
Are they, they ain't even supposed to be there right now. They barely got into the playoffs. They do. They swept Tampa. So I think they have a good chance to. I'll say better than good chance to upset the Bruins. The Bruins are a really good team, but I think they win this game, game six, and you never know in game seven anything happen. So they'll be a short dog in game seven. Would it be seven. something you'd invest a couple hundred dollars in? To, Real a fast. series price? A series price? Yes. Yeah, a series price. I, I mean, it all comes down to this next game, though. They have to win at home. they got to hold serve, and then game seven. But that's what I'm saying. Remember, game seven is, is not just an advantage for the home team because you're at home. You have more pressure now. Like, we got to win this game because we at home. Everyone expects us to win. Right. And a team that has nothing to lose, that's not even supposed to be there, is playing more loose, and that's why they can win that game. So, so they win at game six. I think they win that game seven. So it's all about this next game. All right. But, so you, so you, but you I, still I, put a couple on it at I would, this I would moment. Take, yeah, right. I would take Blue Jackets. Okay, Actually. let's go to the next series. Dallas Stars versus St. Louis Blues. Another great series. It's three, two stars. And the next game, they can actually close them out at home. Do they close them out at home? It's, this series has been uh, back and forth. It's probably been the closest series. Matter of fact, let me rephrase. Would you put any money on the Blues to win this series? They were the Down hottest team coming two. in. So, you know, I, I got to say, I think the Blues can still win this series. I don't want to be right. contrarian every time. But Stars won that last game 2-1. Uh, to one. Close game. It could have won either way, though. Right. But the Blues have the firepower where they can win game six on the road. And then win game seven at home. It's, but, I mean, these, both of those series are so, so close. This series is so funny, from what you're telling me and from what I know a little bit, that the Blues can tie this game, beating them at Dallas, but then go home and lose that game yeah, seven. That's hockey. It's how funny this series not, is right That's why everyone loves the NHL playoffs more than the NBA playoffs. They go on at the same time, but there's not as much parity. You know, there's more right. teams that can just, you know, upsets happen. You, in, in the NBA, it's like, ah, everyone knows Golden State's going to win again. It's going to be Cavs going to every year until LeBron left. Yeah, don't get about the NBA. It's the point spread. That's right, what makes right, it right. good. But besides but the point spread, you kind of know who's going to win. From the, from the, at the end of the day, everyone knows it's going to be these two teams in the finals. Exactly. In the NHL, don't nobody know. Seven of the, the top seeds were knocked out in oh, the man, first round. Man, the Lightning was knocked out, right? They were like, seven of, like the best seven team. Seven of the top eight seeds got knocked out in the first wow, round. Wow, that's Imagine bad. that happened in the NBA where it's seven, seven top seeds get knocked that out. That never happened. Rockets. The Raptors, the Bucks, the yeah, Warriors that, that all going down. That'll never happen. Not that's what makes the NHL playoff special. And a lot of things that happen, you see a lot of prices come in. There's a saying that they say, when you beat a team in a seven-game series, usually the best team wins. Then ho- hockey flips that model. Yeah, it could be 10 It could be, yeah, like they flip that model. All right, so last series is your San Jose Sharks. Because you've, you've been on them, you always liked them. I mean, you came out the woodworks. I know you took them against Vegas, but I didn't hear you the whole beginning series until they won. And you was like, Al, I told you. And you had me laughing because I'm like... Where the hell you been yeah, all right. fucking series when yeah, they were down it. three to one? I had it. But you had them. You I did. You quiet. had the ticket. You had, had the ticket and everything. They played the Colorado Avalanche and they actually won in three games to two. Game six is at Colorado. I gotta agree with you. Sharks definitely moving yeah, on. They close it out game six, I think. Yeah, they it's definitely over. move. I don't know which game they're gonna close it out on, but they definitely gonna move on. The goaltenders look good, which was their biggest, uh, the biggest part about their team was their weakness was goaltending. <clears throat> and uh, Jones stepped up in the Vegas series and all that at the end of that series, and he stepped up here. He's only lost, every game's been close. He hasn't looked like the goal that's, that's been getting pulled in the second period that happened in the right. playoffs this year and last year. So he's actually solidifying himself as the man behind the uh, in the cage, and he's handling business. If he can stand on his head, I think they can make him run and win the cup. 
Okay, who? Okay, so you like them to win it all? So who do you think they're gonna play in the cup? Though? I don't, I don't know about that. That's give me, give me something, man. So, that's so we don't say that in the house. Yo. Give me something, man. Gun to the head. Columbus. Okay, Columbus. Columbus. There we go. Okay, y'all. Surprise story. We're going to our last subject of the day. This is called the out of the box. My boss's favorite. She loves this subject. I don't know why, but she really does. Out of the box. Boston Celtics. Los Angeles Lakers. We're going to use these two teams because they're the two teams that are really trying to get one of these individuals that I'm about to mention in the offseason. If you, Danny Ainge, and the Boston Celtics, and you had a chance to get Anthony Davis or Giannis the Greek Freak, say his last name? Anthony Kumpo. Out of Contemporary, whatever that is. Who would you get and why? I'm going after... Uh... To me, I'm going after Anthony Davis because that's the one hole on that offensive lineup. And believe me, Al Horford's a great player, special player. He's still undersized, though. He's getting closer to the end of his career. He's been in the league, what, 12, 14 years? He's getting 28 M's. I think that's just too much for him. Yeah, I like Al Horford, but he ain't worth those 28 M's, man. He played on that Florida team that won the ship back yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago. So he's coming to the end of his career now to throw in Anthony Davis to take his place. I mean, that starting lineup would be nasty. But remember, you have to lose some pieces for that. But still, that's the piece I'm going for. Giannis well, let me say this real player. quick before you move on. He had, uh, Anthony averaged 25.9 this year, 3.9 assists, 12 rebounds. So he had a great year, although the Freak had a better year. Right. Freak averaged 27.7, 5.9 assists, 12.5 rebounds. So he actually outgained him in every category. But you still like Anthony Davis, right? Just because he fits right now. It's just like when LeBron James was drafted. After that, they were like, who the Pistons going to get? We right. don't need a mellow. We don't need a wave. We got all them spots already taken. We got to go for Darko. And at the time, it was I'm like... You said that. I was hoping you didn't say no, that. No, no, no. But that's what they were thinking. Cause they Darko Miller. You got to get the needed, best player, though, man. Right, right. But that, the way they were thinking is we need to fix, fill this hole because Van Wallace, I mean, we got right, right. to get bigger. So that, I don't want to say that's the way the Southerners are thinking, but... A lot of times these managements they look that way, but they have to fill in what's needed. And when Horford hits that, that hits that wall, throwing <coughs> Anthony Davis gonna take that place right up. So uh, to me, that's that's the hole they gotta fill. I don't want, I'm not saying comparing him to Darko because we already know he's established as a big man superstar. Right, right, right. So you're not you're not you know taking a chance like Darko. It's the fact that he no no to fulfill their needs exactly. Well, for the Boston Celtics. I got to agree with you. I, I just think Anthony Davis makes a better fit. And I don't think he's going there. I don't know. But if he does go there, that's where you would I think he makes the better fit because he also can tandem outside shots more frequent than the Greek Freak. Exactly. But I just think the Greek Freak is a lot more aggressive than him. Oh, And course. he is more aggressive than him. And the Greek Freak's window to me is more bigger also. Because once he, once he gets that jump shot locked down, Unstoppable. how are you going to stop this Unstoppable. dude? They, they can't stop him now. I don't think he should even work on the jump shot. Like, you think he's just continuing what he's doing? What you're doing. You, you shoot that jump shot, at the end of the day, that's... No, but I don't want him to be jump shot happy. No, no, no. I don't want to be jump shot happy. At the end of the day, that's a lower percentage of no matter what. Even if he gets a shot like Richard Hamilton, 
that's still a lower percentage than when you take it to the rack, because that's a higher percentage no matter what, because you yeah, yeah, because you deeper from the so top. So don't even learn how to shoot. Just stick. I mean, you got you got. Okay he said, don't enough, even learn how to shoot. You have an okay enough jumper already, <coughs> so we don't have to polish that. Just keep on doing what you're doing now, because at the end of the day, no matter what, it's a higher percentage when he at the rim. But you got you got to admit, as you get older, you got to develop that right, shot. But right now, that's what's gonna spread right your now, years though, in the league. Right now, he's still young enough to where he don't have to worry about that for five more years. Oh, but, but it don't, it's not easy yeah. to develop a, a money I jump shot. Shoot. And I'd be in the gym you know all day. I, I know, but I used to be a shooter, so I know it takes a lot of practice. So we both agree on the Celtics getting Anthony Davis. Davis. Right. Now, same question for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm going to start with you again. They're not going after Giannis. They got LeBron already in that same position. No, no, no. Let's just cry out loud. Okay. Two guys they could try to go after. They'll go after Davis, of course. They're both going to go after Davis. I don't, I don't think Giannis goes anywhere anyway. Uh, but Milwaukee, they already made their trades to get that team better when they got rid of Brandon Jennings, brought in Middleton, right. brought in Bledsoe. They still build them to where they think they can be a top contender. these. No, but let's stick to the Lakers. I, I know what you're saying. I don't think Giannis goes anywhere. So I think they're going to go after Davis because they know they can still get him. Right, right. And he fills that position because they don't really have a big man. They got rid of Zubox. I mean, JaVale McGee's not going to be the man-man. So he's got to go back to his role as being off the bench and they go after a guy like Davis and him and LeBron could be a good one too. Yeah, I like the fact that him and LeBron already got, they already got like a relationship and Davis, like, remember the Lakers have get guys that can actually hit shots. That's it. So Anthony, uh, Giannis is going to fit what they got right now Mm -hmm. with a bunch of guys that can't hit a jump shot. Right. And you know what happens, they're going to clog up the middle and there ain't going to be no game. So we both agree on Anthony Davis being a pick for either or. But that doesn't mean Anthony Davis is the better player. No, no, not because me no. being me being a Nick fan, I'd rather get the Greek freak. Of course, I'm keeping it 100. You know what I mean? And with that, that's your out of the box. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate y'all each and every Sunday, 11 Pacific usually, three Eastern usually, two Eastern, whatever it is. Tune in. We gonna give y'all nothing but the raw truth. Noah Parker, Al York Sports, CWN Sports. Holly Hot Wheels, we love y'all. Thank you for listening to the Al York Sports Show.